Deserter. The podcast that lives by the motto, funny first, accuracy third, is it? I thought it was second. Uh, oh. Deadly or no? Ask Deadly. Can you look up our motto, Deadly? Funny first, accuracy fourth. Oh. Fourth? Blimey. I didn't realise it slipped that far down. Anyway, these are just facts. Welcome to our World Cup special. Yeah, what's special about it? Well, you'll learn nothing about the squads, the tactics or the use of VAR. That is special. But you will learn something about where to find the party. Yeah, is there anything for people who aren't interested in the World Cup? Oh, God, yes. Yeah, absolutely. There's the alternative World Cup. Right. Plus how to get lost in Crystal Palace. And drugs, don't forget. Horses on drugs. People on drugs. People on horses on drugs. (laughs) (laughs) Right now, we're high on football. And while our full attention will be on you, dear reader... Listener, whatever you are, some more of our attention will also be on Sweden versus South Korea. Man, I love the World Cup. What did we do before the World Cup? Well, it's funny you should say that, because um, before this World Cup, we were watching the other World Cup. The other World Cup, yes. The Conifa World Cup. Yeah. Conifa meaning? The Confederation of Independent Football Associations. That's right, yeah. So, sort of displaced peoples. Stateless nations... Wannabe nations. Wannabe nations. You could say, couldn't you? Yeah. Basically, all the people that FIFA ignore. Yeah. Or that... SEP doesn't like. SEP doesn't like, exactly. Such as the United Koreans in Japan. Yes. They were one of the participants, weren't they? That's right, yeah. They're Koreans living in Japan who were united. Yes. Uh, Unlike the Koreans living in Koreas. <laughs> there was uh, Cascadia, the uh, hippie bioregion. Yeah. Northwest America, Southwest Canada. That's right. Great song that uh, I think it was Mr. Foldsy came up with at, oh, yeah. uh, at, at one of the games. They're full of weed, coffee, and Fraser. <laughs> <laughs> Cascadia is wonderful. I mean, I was kind of wondering, given who's in it already, whether kind of anyone could be in it. As long as you filled out a few forms. It makes forms. you think, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. That, well, that's the drawback, yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, was it you saying that Sealand applied to be in it? Yeah, they, they were turned down. Sealand yeah. weren't allowed. No. I think they may, may have thought that was a frivolous application, perhaps. Yeah, because I suppose it's not real land, is it? It's, um, man, it's a man-made um, platform out yeah. in the North Sea, isn't it? Yeah. So. I mean, they have played some football matches, I believe. Yeah. I mean, I don't know where they got the players from. No, there's only... So we've got four people who live there, haven't they? Yeah. If that. Maybe it's five a side. Because um, I, I noticed that Yorkshire are in it next year. Y- yes, that's so, right. I mean, well, that, well, that's when I thought, hang on a minute. They've been accepted. Can anyone can join this malarkey? Well, they do want to su- secede, don't they? From Yorkshire? Yeah. Have they got a, they've got a sort of bona fide separatist movement, haven't they? <clears throat> I, I, I believe so. Have you met anyone from Yorkshire? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My sister's never mentioned it. <laughs> well, they've got I mean, a football association Paul, of their I'd own. I'd understand, because they've got a language and they, they've yes. a history of separatism. Maybe York really? has as well. I'm Cornish. I see. Are you? Uh, I mean, could we have a South London... The South London Roadmen? I don't see why not. Yeah. yeah. Although, forms. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to happen, is it? Um, what about the Costa del Sol Anglos? Oh, well, they're definitely a, a, a diaspora, aren't they? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, 4,000 criminals looking for a game of football. Yeah, loads of Charlie um, and a tan. I thought also maybe the lost city of Atlantis. Could they join in? Mm. Come on, you mermen! <laughs> 
Uh, well, it was a fantastic, it was fantastic. Uh, all joking competition. aside. Yeah. All joking aside, yeah. Um, I really enjoyed the opening day. Uh, mm. I saw three matches that day. Mm. Uh, at um, Kashu- I ran into a, a, a United Korean mm. uh, on the way in. Maria from Korea. Mm. <laughs> Uh, she was looking for the World Cup and a residential street in Karlshulten. Mm. It's just surreal. That's the magic. That's the magic <laughs> right there. Yeah, I did a double header in Sutton the first day. I mean, what what struck me about it was um, how lovely the pubs are out in the stick. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, yes. The hope was lovely in Karlshulten, wasn't it? Yes, yeah. the hope was yeah. um, was terrific. Yeah, um, and uh, the Star and Garter in Bromley was another yes. cracker. I aligned myself with the Tax Dodgers, the uh, Isle of Man, and, right? Um, had a great, great time following them around London. Yeah. Um, I suppose we should say it was actually held in, uh, although Barawa were the official hosts. Yes. Um, it was actually held in London. So uh, yes, because they are a Somali diaspora in London. Aren't yes, they? that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had a bit Complex. of confusion with them at the, on the, my third game of the day. It had been a few pubs and a few club bars. Yes, and I found I was I'd been supporting the wrong team for, for uh. forty five minutes until <laughs> somebody told me. And uh, but you know, on the plus side, I was three nil down. All of a sudden, I was three nil up. What I've a never, turnaround! I've never seen a turnaround like it. You don't get that in the World Cup. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then uh, we got lost in Crystal Palace, didn't we? We had a little wander around Crystal Palace. Yes, uh, yeah, I was uh, working on the, the Bob Marley uh, story, which is on the site, places in South London he'd been to. It's a toking tour. It's a toking tour. a Bob Marley toking tour. Yeah, so, uh, so we went to the Crystal Palace Bowl in Crystal Palace yeah. Park. Where he played. Where he played, yeah. yeah. Supported by Joe Jackson. Mm. <laughs> I mean, um, it's very sad to see the bowl, so the, an iconic venue yeah. with, where the stage is surrounded by water. Yes, it's very odd, isn't it? There's like a pond in front of the stage. Yeah. But and in such a poor state of repair. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it looked like it wouldn't take much to sort it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I think there is a plan to try and bring it back. Is it? Good, I hope yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. When the pictures from that gig were great, the people in the pond, standing in the pond yeah. at, the, at the front That's of the right. stage. I mean, didn't, didn't um, someone throw a dead duck at Joe Jackson? That's that's right, that did happen. Yeah, somebody wrung a duck's neck and then threw it at Joe Jackson and he was so appalled, oh. he stormed off. God, he must have been awful. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't have done well supporting Ozzy Osbourne, would he? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, and then uh, we found ourselves, quite literally, in the maze. Yeah. Didn't we? Uh, which was, I mean, I think it's fair to say Crystal Palace maze could confuse two stupid people. Yes, Especially on a toking tour. Yes, exactly, yeah. <laughs> well, after, when we did eventually get to the middle, um, there did really only seem to be one course of action. That's right. <laughs> open to us, didn't yeah. it? Uh, yeah. Not masturbation this time. It was more about the uh, skinning up of a joint. That's right. Yeah, yeah. there's something about smoking a joint in the middle of a maze. Yeah. Yeah. You're kind of safe, aren't you? Because you can see the police coming towards you. <laughs> yeah. And you- <laughs> They've got no chance. They've got no chance. Um, fortunately there was a little uh, escape route wasn't there so we got out quite quickly yeah Um, I mean being in the middle of the maze isn't quite what it sounds like it's like that is the way out isn't it yeah yeah yeah. but it was it gave us enough of a challenge Mm. uh, but not too much of a challenge no it built up a thirst which we then assuaged at a number of Crystal Palace bars yeah after looking at the dinosaurs of course you know which is perfect when you've had a smoke you know exactly were they really there though (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah we um so we went to 
the Douglas Fir first of all, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, the tap Emily. room for Gypsy Hill Brewery. Yeah, yeah, cracking, lovely, amazing cask hepcap. Yes, of of which more later, but yeah. uh, or less, less. Yeah, um, yeah, and it was so good. It was just unthinkable to consider any of the other beers on tap. I know it was absolutely delicious, sublime. It was the finest I've ever had it taste and, and it's the last time and it's possibly we'll the ever... last time you'll be able to taste it yeah which we'll come on to later on i'm furious i, I don't want to talk about it anymore <laughs> talk, tell me he's, about another pub <laughs> he's storming out ladies and gentlemen <laughs> um yes we went to the walker briggs next didn't we up that fucking great oh, hill what a <laughs> ridiculous yeah that's in where london you, that's where you need a stand stair lift yeah um, yeah, which is uh, another antique pub in Crystal Palace, yeah. uh, which was fine. We were yeah. just, uh, yeah, it's nice enough. Yeah. But we were lo- hoping to get a, one of those great views that but, you can get yeah. up at the top yes, of Crystal Palace. Exactly. Uh, over London. It's but, on the uh, north side of the triangle. Yeah. And it looks like it's going to, well, it does face directly over London. Yeah. But um, it was all rather obscured by uh, trees and foliage, wasn't it? Get rid of them. Yeah. What's wrong with some flats or something? No, not flats. <laughs> no, not no. flats. Bungalows. Bungalows, yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, the next door, the... Uh, Faber and Fox. Faber and Fox, which hadn't opened at that point, had it? No. That looks like it might have a bit more of a view. Yeah. Um, better balcony. Better and, balcony, yeah. yeah. Try both. Yeah. Uh, then we went down to Hill. Yes, thank uh, God. That's much better, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, to the Beer Rebellion. I mean, yeah. how could you go to Crystal Palace and not go to the Beer Rebellion? Yeah, it's an old favourite, isn't it? Sat outside for a bit and then uh, colonised the uh, living room downstairs and yeah. played charades. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, and we met a friend of ours and Crystal Palace resident, Kate, who um, took us to her favourite oh, yeah. pub in the area, yeah. the Railway oh, Bell. Yes. yes. Which was a lovely back street. That's a great back street beauty, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Enjoyed it a little too much, some might say. Yes, uh, at one point the barmaid um, shouted out over to us, Come and get him! (laughs) (laughs) About you, just to make it good. Come and get him, he shouldn't be allowed out! (laughs) (laughs) He's spilling it all, he's spilling it all! It was a little spillage, I must admit. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. having a good time, having a good time. (laughs) Well, it was a talking tour. I think I may have, I may have Indulged. taken it literally. Too, too literally, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. I went to the Cell Camera Beer Festival at Kidbrook. Kidbrook. Um, oh yes, that's the, right. Uh, the, the fifth. I think I've been to four of them. This was yeah. another cracker. You know, sitting out in the sunshine with gorgeous ales. Ran into a few Dudley Chamlet types. Oh, went yeah. with Pompey Dunk and. Um, uh, met um, Rachel and Stu from the Rusty Bucket again, who mm. were, um, um, who were delighted with their mention in the last podcast. Oh, so are we, you on some sort of retainer? Well, this is it. I haven't even had a, <laughs> haven't even had a free pint yet, and, and, and they're on a second time. This is um, the Rusty Bucket in Eltham. Th- yes. Mm. Did yeah. you say that? I'm editing that. When we arrived, some, some, other, some rather boring guy arrived and uh, was hanging around them and they quickly Pompey Dunk yeah <laughs> more boring than uh, Pompey Dunk that's cruel <laughs> and uh, they quickly went to the bar and left left him uh, with us um, oh. and he was a right misery he was moaning about everything and uh, thankfully up, yeah? thankfully he started moaning about 
people around him who smoke. He cannot stand people around him smoking, which was an instant cue for me to roll up and spark up. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, he left us alone for the rest of the uh, beer festival. It was lovely. Brilliant when they give you an in, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) But you couldn't make it, could you? I couldn't make it. I was gutted. Almost literally, because I'd had an operation on uh, on my hand to release a contracture. Oh, yeah. So, and I know uh, you've been at pains to uh, make clear it wasn't a wanking injury. Absolutely not. No, no, absolutely not. Uh, happily married. Um, uh, it's an hereditary disease called Duptrans, in which your finger or fingers contract into what can only be described as a claw. Ugh, hideous. <laughs> Um, the op went okay, thanks for asking. And um, I'm, I'm beginning the uh, physiotherapy phase next week. And uh, I look th- forward to hearing about it on the yeah, next podcast. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> well, the nurse, the nurse asked me, uh, I thought this was, yeah, it was good, actually. That she asked me to name three things I'd like to be able to do again with my hand <laughs> after physiotherapy. So I said, well, firstly... To once again be able to ferry a glass of port to my lips on a Sunday evening. (laughs) Secondly, to once again be able to play, if not list, then at least Rachmaninoff. (laughs) And finally, to once again be able to pleasure a barnyard animal. Which... uh, (laughs) I thought you'd need your claw for that. <laughs> Things got a bit awkward after that, and um, in, in the end, uh, I got another nurse. <laughs> what else have we done? We uh, did that talk at the London Society, which we yes, discussed. we were invited into the London Society. We, we, we? we mentioned that in the last podcast. We, we that went we, very well, didn't it? It went well. Yes, there were the same so. amount of people at the end that there were at the beginning. That was a surprise. That's a sign, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was quite, it was quite serious, wasn't it? Very serious crowd. At one point, they asked a question about North London, and my response of "I've never heard of it" didn't go down terribly well, did it? <laughs> <laughs> But we enjoyed the after show, didn't we? We did, yeah. Uh, yeah, once we got rid of that, yeah, we went down to the pub, didn't we, with Catelyn and Letty and Jessica and Katie from Look Up London. That's right, yeah. yeah. It was um, quite a good good crowd. It's a bit like the old days, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, us and loads of girls, yeah. Yeah. Katie was... Katie was very nice. She was the Look Up uh, London... Well, they were all very nice, but yeah. uh, Katie was the Look Up London guide who was um, yeah, speaking was, as well. Yes, she was on the bill. Uh, she's one of those blue badge guide people yes, isn't she yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I mean when you meet her it's, it's obvious why she called it Look Up London because she's tiny isn't she I see yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah she's always looking up London yeah, yeah. and we, we were there was another fellow with us at one point um, but we managed, to, we managed to get rid of him because everywhere we, we went was too crowded for him he was a bit sensitive mm. like that right. um, and we went past the boot and flogger and I said well as a blue badge guide have you got a great fact about that because I just read one on what mm. I thought was his site, but turned out to be Katie's, mm. about the the boot and flogger. He was very defensive about it, but about, what? about not having a, a, any beer facts and people asking him facts about stuff that he doesn't know. Oh. <laughs> but the the boot and flogger is apparently the only UK premises allowed to sell alcohol without a license. Get in, yeah. How did he mangle that? It's anarchy. Well, he's a f- the, the guy who owns it. Is is it John Davy? I think it's yeah. Dave, yeah. Dave Davy's bars. Yeah. yeah. He's a free vintner and mm. freeman of the city. Mm. So he can do whatever the fuck he wants. Cracking. Let's have a piece of that. Mm. Um, well, I mean, g- given all that exhausting stuff we've been up to, should we move on to our 
main topic for the day? Yes. The World Cup. The World Cup. I don't know if you've heard about it, but there's a, there's a World Cup of football going on at the moment. Yep, I haven't missed a second. <laughs> well, you're missing some now. <laughs> What's the score? Deadly? Nil, nil. All right. Um, okay. Uh, our theory about the World Cup is um, it's not just about watching the football. It's not mm. as simple as that. If only it were. Yeah. Um, it's more about being partisan mm. or being part of a crowd that's partisan mm-hmm. and chasing down the party to find the partisan crowd. Um, I mean, to paraphrase um, Harry Lyme, what did Switzerland give us after a thousand years of neutrality? The cuckoo clock. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care what the fucking time is. No, unless it's half time. <laughs> don't be neutral. Be partisan. Yeah. yeah. So be where the people care yeah exactly so we've we've um put up a piece on the site called how to world cup uh with some ideas about where to chase the party chase Mm. the nationals down and give yourself the best chance of the best time um so let's uh run through some of these where would you go and have a look at uh Portugal playing, Vincent. Well, lots of options there, aren't there? I mean, uh, Little Portugal, of course, Stockwell, yeah. Vauxhall, Barmadeira, all of those are fantastic places to yeah. watch Portugal. But we had a cracker the other night. We went to mm. Carlos's mm. in Tulse Hill, mm. uh, little Portuguese cafe. Yeah. Um, great atmosphere. Felt like part of the family. It's sitting in the. Yeah. yeah. You've got Portuguese uh, commentary. Yes. So it's. Uh, Peri chicken. Yeah. Couldn't understand a word of the commentary, but you knew it was exciting. Absolutely. And um, you didn't have to put up with Glenn Hoddle. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Last uh, World Cup, I was in Casa Madeira in uh, Vauxhall, mm. watching Portugal. Mm. They were watching Portugal playing Germany. They went 2-0 down to Germany. Uh, I got up, finished my beer, walked around the corner, went to Zeitgeist, started supporting Germany. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Massive party in there. Yeah. Uh, all the Portuguese were a bit glum, but uh, yeah. suddenly, suddenly it was all umpa this and umpa that. Yeah. Um, so Zeitgeist at the Jolly Gardeners in yeah. Vauxhall is cracking for Germany. This year you've got to pay £20 to get in for Germany games. Whoa. Yeah. Is it free beer for the You get 1.5 litres of Bitburger and, and some grub. Right, yeah. Um, the alternative is, of course, Captain Yammer's yeah. in uh, our own beer keller in Borough. Yeah. Um, um, they are putting up nine screens, okay. which yeah. would be ruthless German efficiency if the boss wasn't from Redcar. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's a cracking place as well. Good, it is, good food yeah. Ale yeah. down there. Um. South America, and in particular Colombia, mm. uh, we've picked La Bodeguita, Elephant and Castle, haven't we? I mean, that's a great uh, Latin American uh, enclave anyway. Yeah. But uh, La Bodeguita is a wonderful um, place to watch Colombian games and indeed all South American games. Yeah. And not not least this time around, because it could be the last time, right? That's right. Uh, it's it's going to be demolished, isn't it? Mm. Um yeah, tragically. But the whole shopping centre is going to be demolished next yeah. year, they say. Yeah, but it is a great bar. I mean, and one game that sticks out there is the uh, Colombia versus Poland game because oh, yeah. you can uh, watch Colombia uh, in the Colombian bar in the first half, yeah. then cross the road to Mamushka yeah. and watch uh, Poland in the Polish bar. Absolutely. Um, 
with some vodka shots and a load of goulash. Again, Mamushka, also, um, they're nearly booked up, so uh, worth putting a call in there, unless you want to stand at the bar, which is also fine. Yeah, they're all getting very busy, these these uh, bars. I mean, this was one of the things about London that is, is fantastic. There's a there's a bar for every yeah, country, isn't exactly. there, pretty much? It's payback time for having to spend half your wages on rent. Yeah. It's fun. Um, right, Poland, if you can't get into Mamushka... There's also the, the Polish Tavern, Polish in, tavern Lee. in yeah. Lee, Lee Green, yeah. Yeah, that's that's great fun as well. Yeah, that gets rammed with uh, uh, Polish people, very partisan crowd, Polish beer, and then after the game, a tray of shots goes around, several mm. trays of shots go really? around, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I went, I went there in the, I think it must have been the Euros, and yeah, I was the only person not in a white shirt and red trousers. That's um, very unlike you, not to wear your red trousers. I love those red trousers. <laughs> <laughs> or red skirt. There are lots of red skirts. Right. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a great bar. Good food and, as well. Right. Yeah. I haven't been there actually. I might. Try, I might try that this time around. Um, I went. Uh, I picked one from north of uh, the river. Have you ever heard of that? North no? London. No. 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 Who's that? It's. Um, you know. How do I explain it? You know, when you get to the South Bank or Tate Modern, oh yeah, yeah, and there's that water, y- yeah, and there's yeah, those the buildings sea. across the water. That's not oh. the sea. It's not the sea. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's those crossings, man-made crossings. Oh yeah, them. bridges, you, bridges, bridges. If yeah. you get on Where one of those, go? you keep walking. Just keep walking. Yeah, and that's North London. Oh. Yeah. Simple as that. No, um, no. In uh, Covent Garden, <laughs> there is Lowlander, where London's Belgian community. Right, that uh, sounds good. Get good beer. Excellent beers. I mean, the list is sensational. All, all um, served in a grand cafe setting. Mm. Uh, I haven't been because uh, I've never been to North London. Yeah. But um, there's one to look out for if you're in the vicinity, perhaps. I might have to dust off my passport. Yeah. <laughs> um, thanks to at Joffen uh, on Twitter who uh, tipped me off about... South Korea. I don't know how I could have forgotten it because uh, my father used to live in New Malden, mm-hmm. and um, now half of New Malden is Korean. Is that right? Yeah, there's like up to twenty thousand Koreans really in and around New Malden. Yeah, and uh, watching the football there, watching South Korea there is apparently absolutely sensational. I mean, did you see the photo of the? I did. The yeah, fountain? that looks great. Yeah, just tears of Koreans watching the uh, watching the Reds. Uh, with a backdrop of all the sort of forty suburban houses in New Malden, it's quite odd. Yeah, and um, this is a photo uh, from the post that you wrote about yes, where to chase Martin. I forget who took it. I've credited him correctly mm. on uh, the website, though. Good, in case the lawyer's listening. Good. Um, yeah, I'm well up for going to New Malden for a, yeah. a Korean barbecue and a game. Yeah, absolutely. Unfortunately, the fountain where that photo was taken has mm. closed last weekend. Mm-hmm. But there's another one, another Green King one, actually, the Oak up the road which is also uh, banged out, or there's Woody's, or apparently the, the place is Han Bar, right by the station. Right. I think that was the first Korean bar there. Okay. Um, you can get a bit of um, Korean barbecue, karaoke, and uh, although that gets banged out, there's always places at the bar. I spoke to them. I've actually done some research. Yeah. Yeah. Me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again to Prezzers, Chris Prezzers, uh, who reminded me about... A uh, great place to watch Spain. There's a boat at moored off Temple um, called Bar and Co. Right. I know. Um, yeah, it's not a great name, is which it? Is the, but it is on the river, which is South London. Yeah, all, all, all the water's ours, yeah. Um, or the sea. Or the sea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, that is the. This boat is the home of uh, Barcelona supporters in London. Ah, I didn't know that. Yeah, we stumbled in there once when uh, they were playing Arsenal. Mm. Fucking awful. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. They have a really good time in there. They're very partisan. And in the close season, Spain gets a look in. Right. And the national team gets a look in. Yeah. Um, that, again, is ticketed £5 a head. But you're on a boat. Yeah. There's five screens and uh, lovely views across the river to the glorious south. Yeah. And one of the screens is on, on deck as well. So. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, one evergreen for mm. us. Right. See what I did there? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Is Gold Coast for Nigeria. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. In fact, it's a Ghanaian bar. It is. I've been to see Ghana play yeah. there uh, with a Ghanaian friend, and yeah, yeah it's special. Yeah. Yes. But the Super Eagles uh, will be well supported there as well. Um, so uh, that is in South Norwood. Good place to bear in mind if you're in uh, that area. Definitely, yeah. West African. Great African following. grab afterwards too, mm. if, especially if they win. Mm-hmm. Um what about England? I mean, uh, England's tricky, isn't it? Because every fucker's showing the football suddenly, aren't they? Yeah, all, yeah. Everyone's bought a new A board and they're turning their screens on for the first time since the rugby. Yeah. I mean, really, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> um, probably best to stick to the pubs that uh, show the football all year round. Yeah, because I think the, those pubs support. tend to be more for the people who aren't that bothered about, who only watch football for the World Cup. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I, I just don't know how passionate or partisan that would be no exactly it's, it's going to be the whole thing's going to be diluted i mean the old king's head is good fun in borough isn't it where yeah. they turn the screens out and you can watch it in the alley yeah That's i love nice. that yeah, yeah. Uh, otherwise um probably just good to get a few muckers together and pick somewhere unlikely mm. i mean didn't we watch uh, a game in the last world cup in a phone box because <laughs> <laughs> we could me you uh, spider and osman i mm. uh, went, went to the morpeth arms didn't we in yeah uh, well it's quite near a pub so mm. one of you could Pop out and get the ale. Yeah. Prop up the, the iPad on the uh, on the disused phone stand. Mm-hmm. Bob's your uncle. Yeah. Yeah. Charge people to get in. Taking bookings. <laughs> We're taking bookings. They've got no other users, no. No, exactly. No. Yeah. Um, how would you like to make ten thousand pounds? Yes, please. Right. Fine. <laughs> Damn, <it wasn't> quick. <laughs> this is a betting opportunity that the World Cup affords. First, it's based on the simple axiom that England are not going to win the World Cup. Correct? Yeah, correct. They're not going to win the World they're Cup. They're not going to win the World Cup. I think we can all agree on that. Mm. So um, as long as you can manage to put a 100... I've looked at the odds. They're mm. 18 to 1 to win. Yeah. So as long as you can manage to put £180,000 into your Betfair account... Uh-huh. Deadly. <laughs> you can mortgage your house. I'm That's fine. You <laughs> Um, you can lay England, I bet on them not to win, for the sum of £10,000. Mm-hmm. And with your £180,000, which yeah. we can get later on if you're willing to... You don't have to sign any forms, <laughs> okay. but will, your house will be you know, used as security. Right. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, so put your mortgage to house, get £180,000, put it into your Betfair account, lay England for the tune of 10000 Yeah. It's easy we, money. You know, it's easy money. It's a doddle. And we recommend... Everybody does this. Yes. Everybody does this, without mm. exception. Uh, it, all, everybody give it a try. The only thing we ask mm. is that <laughs> when you win, you send us £500. Is that <laughs> is right? That, is that a tax? I thought it was a pint. <laughs> 500 <laughs> pints. <laughs> and, um, yes, we'll aggregate all those £500 is mm. and uh, buy a deserter clubhouse. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, the deserter bar has been talked about, hasn't it? A micropub. Mm. Um, yeah, and that can fund it. It's like, I think of it as a sort of crowdsourcing. Anyway, there's a way to uh, make £10,000, make your partner happy, you know, pay off a bit of mortgage. It's, it's just, everyone's can party for Christmas, pay for Christmas. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, you'd be daft not to. Absolutely daft not to. So mortgage your house or your landlords. Yes. I mean, if you can get away <laughs> with that, well, they'll not, yeah. Um, was there anything else on on, on, on the World Cup? Um, well, just uh, just thinking about uh, when we were at Carlos's the other night. I mean, it was uh, lovely to be part a little part of Portugal, but we also got that little bit of England at the end. Do you remember when mm. after Carlos had got us out and, and uh, uh, given us some shots mm. on the house as well as the chicken? Um, we then sat outside, and mm. then we heard this lady in her seventies come over and uh, tell us oh, Rita we were, Rita yeah, yeah. She, she came over and told us we were in her seat get out yeah that's right and uh, sat, sat Tom was sat in her seat wasn't he yeah and to, you know Tom's a polite boy and he, he could hear her saying oh you know I'm running out of breath I, you know, oh just just let me sit down for a minute just let me sit down for a minute oh that's better That's better. and then he's like well, do, you want, do you want some you want water or do you want yeah. a drink and she's like yeah I'll have a brandy and coke please <laughs> He was like, well, re- really, wasn't it? She was like, well, that's what I drink. You asked. <laughs> On to a section we call the news. The news. 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 All right. All right. That's enough. <laughs> Have we got any news? <laughs> um, pub and beer news first. Yeah. Bird's Nest is going to be fucking knocked down, in it? In Deptford or something like that? No. 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 <laughs> right. Well, there is a fear, isn't there? Yes. Somebody's put up a petition. That's right. To, uh, to stand up for the Bird's Nest mm. in Deptford, our number one pub on a roundabout. Yes. Um, An absolute cracker. Yeah, because there's been a planning planning permission granted. Is that right? Uh, no, not granted. Uh, put in okay with Greenwich uh, to build fifty four flats across the creek mm-hmm. at number one Creekside, opposite the Bird's Nest. Right, and yeah. as we know, flats and old school music boozers tend not to mix very well. That's right. Yeah, I mean the Bird's Nest have since tweeted to say, you know, don't worry about it. We're not under any threat. But you know, not they're yet. basically yeah. They're anarchists, not property developers. They're not thinking like property developers. No, no, no. no. Uh, I quite like this petition going up because it's like a preemptive strike, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, before it's even been accepted, get um, in there first. Get in there first. first. Yeah, exactly. What well, really there should be loads of objections on the Greenwich planning site, um, you know, conforming to the things that you're allowed to object to, right. which is, for example, the pub being a local amenity. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's where the objections need to be. Um, Gypsy Hill Brewery, to return to them again, have announced... Well, they haven't actually announced it. Uh, it uh, we, we've it's sort of slipped out, on slipped Twitter, out it? via yeah. one in the wood that they're no longer doing cask ale. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is tragic. I mean, we were talking about being in the Douglas Fir earlier and mm. how gorgeous the beer was. Yeah. And it, you know, it's never going to be that, that, that gorgeous Never taste again. it again. We'll no. never have it no. again. And they're, they're sort of one in the long line, really, of breweries who... Um, are announcing they're not going to do cask any longer. Yeah. You know, uh, Cloudwater, Brewdog, etc. 
I, I really don't know. I, really I think the economic so argument it's, is one. It's, it, it, well, it it's, makes, probably makes them more money because all keg beers seem to be two quid more than cask beers, don't they? Yeah, keg will make them more money, definitely. Yeah, um, yeah. And also there's no, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be consistently good if it's keg. If it's cask, you're in the hands of the landlord of the yeah, pub, I suppose. Yeah, they, don't yeah. have, they lose control. But nonetheless, your beer is never going to be tasted at its peak ever again. No, I mean, don't get us wrong, we love to drink keg beers as well, and bottled beers and tinned beers and beers out of cupped hands. But, uh, <laughs> but we, uh, it's our contention that uh, there's nothing better than a good cask. So maybe this is a role for camera going forward, is to protect cask ale, yeah, uh, rather than real ale in a wider sense. Well, I think that's what they're doing, isn't it? Didn't they vote, they, they, just, they voted to decide that keg doesn't count as real ale. It doesn't need protection, does it, really? Uh, no, it doesn't need protection, that's it, for but, sure. The, but the cask does, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Shall I rattle through a few openings and closings? Yeah. Because there's too many of them rattle to spend through. any rattle, time yeah, on. Exactly. The Black Horse and Harrow in Catford is, has been taken over by Lane's Microbrewery, which is great news because they're a, uh, a nice little brewery and uh, it was a bit crap before, so, you know, that it can only be positive. Uh, the Lewisham Tavern has opened in Lewisham, near, not far from Sutton's Radio. That's also that's going to be a bit more of a sports pub. Uh, the Hangar Micropub in Sidcup has opened on that Magic 51 bus route, where I think there's something like six micropubs. Yeah, that's there. right. Yeah. Best uh, bus route in the world. Yeah. Uh, White Hart in Southwark, a back streeter that uh, I think I've only stumbled across very rarely, but uh, would be happy to stumble across again now it's reopened. Um and Hotburns and Black are going to Deptford as well. Oh, yes. you know, uh, another premises, I should add. They're not. They're still in Peckham. Yes. Yeah. Great. Brilliant. Yeah. Lucky old Deptford. Yeah. And um, the Thirsty Dragon is a board game bar that is opening in July in East Greenwich on Trafalgar Road. Oh. Uh, which is quite exciting for a, a little bit of a hotbed for um, good boozers. Uh, quick game of Totopoli there, maybe? Love to, yeah. yeah. Love a bit of Totopoli. That's well, the only board game you've ever played, isn't it? <laughs> Does ever and you only played the racing bit. You didn't do the set-up bit on the other side. You didn't know there was a game on the other side of the board, did you? It's like you're just eating the icing off the cake. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the only board game I've ever played. It's the only one I've ever liked. <laughs> <laughs> that was it, yeah. Um, the Admiral Hardy is closed in... Greenwich Market, which is a that is disappointing. Because it, yeah. it means there's one left in the market. There used to be three. Yeah. Frank the Yank took over two of them. And yes. they're both closed now. So thanks for that, Frank. <laughs> 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 oh dear. But in better news. Oh yeah. The Blythefield Tavern. Oh yes. It's done, done the, the double. double. Yes. It, it won the World Cup of Pubs. Yeah. Uh, on Deserter. Yeah. Never heard of it. Um, as voted for by you. Yes, that's right. We didn't decide it. You decided it. But it also won the uh, South East London Camera Pub of the Year. Yeah, that's a nice Beer thing. Insider. Yeah, yeah, for the fourth time. Right. They are the Real Madrid of the South Circuit. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah congratulations to them. They get a lot of mentions in our podcast. They do. They? I mean... But they've earned them. Oh, God, it's great. Um, did you see that... Uh, for going from the sublime to the ridiculous. Did you see that... Uh, Weatherspoons uh, have banned European champagne. <laughs> <laughs> By which I, I think they can only mean French champagne. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they're, they're, ban they're, ban they're banning some... Uh, this is obviously some brilliant thing cooked up by their marketing department. They're, yeah. they're banning some European... Uh, 
booze ahead yeah. of Brexit. German wheat beer. Yeah. Continental lager, I should imagine. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, Stella I, I don't or something. Know. Yeah. And champagne. Yes. Yeah, this is a typical Brexit bonus, this. Yeah. Get rid of champagne and bring in English sparkling wine. Oof. <laughs> I mean, it's, I mean, it's supposed to be uh, getting Im- there, isn't it? Improving, is it? Improving, yeah. 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 Uh, um, I mean, would you, you bet a sh- on a horse that was improving, is it? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had any um, champagne from Spoons? Uh, it's it's something had- I've always dreamt of. Yeah. <laughs> You had the you know the reason to celebrate. Um, they'd probably knock them out for a tenner. I mean, uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, um, yeah. Maybe, oh, I'm getting thirsty now. Oh, I'm going to have a sip of this. Uh, yeah. So um, fundamentally, a brilliant move by Spoons. Is that what we're saying? No, no, no not saying that. No, <laughs> a no, brilliant no. move by Spoons Marketing. A brilliant move by to Spoons get, Marketing to get them in all the papers again. That is much more like it. Yeah. Um, did you hear, going into other news, um, that isn't so much about pub and beer, more about drugs? <laughs> <laughs> Let no one say we're one-dimensional. Yeah. Um, did you read about the horse that tested positive for cocaine at Lingfield? I did, yes. Yes, Walk in the Sun. Walk in the Sun, that was him. Unbeaten. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. You can understand yeah. why now, maybe. Why the long nose? <laughs> <laughs> now we know. <laughs> I mean, my, my view is, honestly, what has it come to when a horse can't have a bit of sniff with his mates on a night out without being pilloried by the press? <laughs> I mean, I've been to Newmarket, and if there's one town where you need a wrap in your back pocket, that's it. <laughs> no, I think, that, I think it's, they're, they're hounding the horses, if that doesn't sound too bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> well, my one tip, if you are going to be uh, doing some Charlie uh, with uh, a horse, make sure you go first. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. uh, Moving on, um, I understand that taxing cannabis industry could fund the NHS. That's correct. Yes, Uh, the Health Poverty Action Group published a report this month to say that one to three point five billion pounds could go to the Treasury if we regulated and legalised cannabis. Oh, as uh, Uruguay have, and uh, I think New Zealand and Canada are about to, and several yeah. states. California, have. yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, we, do we need the money? I mean, with all the Brexit bonus, I mean, the way I, <laughs> the way I understand it, you know, the, all the cash from the EU is just going to be sort of washing up on the shores of Dover, and then we pick it up and give it to the nurses. Is that right? Oh, yeah, that, oh, yeah. That, that's the dividend, is mm, it? Yeah. I mean, I suppose if uh, it was legalised, it would help us forget Brexit. Yeah. As well as our keys, our wallet, yeah. and our coat. Also, you'd be able to pick some up when you go for a pint of milk, you know. Yeah, yeah. If, like you rem- if you've got any memory left. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's another study by uh, something called Cell Reports that um, discovered that psychoactive drugs are good for your mind. Yeah, yeah. I'm not surprised by that because I think in the 70s they used to use it to treat... Certainly, uh, depression. They, yeah, they are at the moment. Yeah, yeah. and MDMA. Yeah, um, the the report found that um, MDMA, magic mushrooms, and LSD promote the growth of new dendrites from neuron cells, which help transmit information from other neurons, as well as increase the density of small protrusions on the dendrites 
known as the dendritic spines. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what, what I've always felt. Yes, I know. I mean, it's <laughs> word for word, isn't it? They jumpstart the growth of new connections, synapses between individual neurons. This is actual physical evidence of it. Yeah. 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 I'm not sure that they mended our mind when we went over London Bridge that time on magic mushrooms. Oh, no, perhaps not. Do you remember all the buildings were leaning over talking to us? Yeah. 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 I didn't feel my mind being mended. No, but I didn't feel depressed. No. Or anxious about anything. (laughs) No. And you have a a dab of Molly. I mean, you've got no worries, have you? No. Uh, Or trousers in your case. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I also find out that uh, that I I wake up in the morning and I still feel... Mm. Pretty damn good. I also yeah. don't have any trousers still, but, um, you know, I can see it working. <laughs> Will you be taking any psychoactive drugs when you appear on Gorilla Cricket this week? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so, given that this is, you know, the dream of a lifetime. Um, I've always dreamt of uh, sitting down watching sport all day, and uh, that's what I'm going to be doing. Yeah. Um, it like, yeah. Going it's- to be, yeah, the um, Gorilla Cricket, if you're not familiar with them, do a sort of alternative cricket commentary on uh, international matches mostly. Um, yeah, they used to be called S- Test Match Sofa. Right. And then and then they rebranded Gorilla Cricket and uh, are doing rather well as an alternative way to listen to cricket commentary. Yeah. So well that the Irish Cricket Association hired them to do their official commentary, didn't they? Yes, for their first ever test match. Yeah, you know, it's a yeah. historic game yeah. against Pakistan, yeah. So yeah. you're going to be doing this on, on Thursday? I'm going to be doing this on Thursday for the fourth one-day international between England and Australia, so it's yeah. a, an exciting match. Um, I'll be a little bit out of my depth because these guys mm. really know their uh, silly leg over from their batsman's holding the bowler's willy. Mm. Um, but uh, I did go to a cricket match uh, this season, which is mm. something. Uh, I went to the South... That should help. Yeah, I went to the South East London Classico at Beckenham, mm. Surrey versus Kent. Yeah. Uh, in which Kent thrashed Surrey, I have to say. Um, and yeah, that was great fun, although it was the day after the opening uh, da- matches of the uh, Conifer World Cup, so uh, it was a hangover day. Still confused. Still confused, and uh, yeah, playing cricket with uh, men- the nipper. Uh, for hours on end wasn't quite what the doctor uh, no, ordered no. Um, but I did cheer myself up with a dirt burger uh, there was, was £5 for a quarter pounder uh, or £5.50 for a half pounder oh. so uh, I was economics. able yeah I was able to teach my economics. little boy economics mm. and gout at the same time mm. Mm. Um, where is Gorilla did we say where Gorilla in Sydenham. Uh, yes, it's, it's a in sofa, Sydenham. It's a yeah. sofa in It's a Sydenham. South London institution, isn't it? It is, yeah. yeah. On to social media. Um, first up was, I enjoyed, uh, as, I th- as I'm sure many, many others did, uh, Sam White's, a thread following Sam White's post. Uh, when you were a kid, how did you know someone was a bit posh when you went round to their house? Mm, yeah, I enjoyed that. <laughs> she said, so far... We've got more than one type of cheese in the fridge and booze that wasn't for drinking that day. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I I noted a couple of responses that made me chuckle. Charlie Connolly said, uh, I went to a friend's house once and he said it was time for supper. Had literally no idea what he was talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Karen at Nitty Politty said, uh, grapes on the sideboard when no one was ill. Yeah. (laughs) 
Paul Novak remembered uh, my mate's mum did us melon for starters when I went round for tea. When I asked mum if we could have starters when he came to ours, she gave us a Mars bar. <laughs> <laughs> At Kelstil Cool said, um, I was 19 and they had heated flooring. I lay on it with the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Sashin Nakrani remembered they didn't have a telly in their main living room. Blew my mind. <laughs> um, yeah. There was one I remember from mine. It wasn't from, wasn't from school, but uh, it was an old college friend called Matt, and we went up to his uh, for the weekend <laughs> on the, like Easter holidays or something. And I knew he was in a different league to me when we turned into his drive, and there was a sign that read, "These grounds are not open to the public." <laughs> <laughs> was he the one that had tennis balls in his fridge? No, that was uh, cousin Max. <laughs> Um, there was one from Head Berry I like, liked this. It was uh, somebody who had crisps with their salad. Oh, that's I nice. Mean, uh, yeah. Flash. I mean, I'm not sure that that's posh, but <laughs> it's a great innovation. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Better than boiled eggs. <laughs> um, I went round to some mate's house and he had a motorbike just for riding around on the back lawn. <laughs> <laughs> he was 12. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Um, another thread. Well, I don't know if there was so much a thread, but uh, million, you know, a million bevs. Yeah, a contributor to, to Deserter. Um, he tweeted. Um, there's a topic on the work intranet today. If you could give career advice to your younger self, what would it be? Oh yeah. And um, his uh, his favourite was. Never give your opinion on anything. <laughs> Sounds like you in a meeting. Yeah. He does, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, he said that, that was his favourite. Slightly above, invest in Bitcoin, divest late 2017. <laughs> How is your Bitcoin doing? Terrible. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Still Slightly. below 50%. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, what about you? What message would you give to your younger self? Well, firstly... Don't follow your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> They'll only result in injury or incarceration. <laughs> Secondly, bin the paper round and put a score on Buster Douglas to beat Mike Tyson in round 10. <laughs> yes, yeah, that was a nice one. I liked Danny Dyer's. Um, mm. If I saw the 12-year-old me hanging around my house, I'd go and threaten the slag with a stick to make sure he went nowhere near my car. <laughs> <laughs> I think mine would be something along the lines of don't just campaign against the relentless commodification of real estate, but also buy more property. <laughs> <laughs> um, or if you can be happy whittling a stick, you can die an idiot. <laughs> um but ultimately, I think my, the key message to myself would be, do have that operation to seal up your cock nostrils. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Always <brings> it. <laughs> it's held me back in life. <laughs> I feel quite dizzy now. So I can laugh at my own jokes. <laughs> Just dizzy and sick. Shall we move on? Thank God, yeah. <laughs> to World Cup beers. Oh, yes. Back to the World Cup. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, who was what was the name of the guy? Do you want another beer? 
I'm all right for a minute. Go, go for it. Well, should we carry yeah. on? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's, going, he's going to the fridge. I'll have one, did he? Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah, what's the name of the guy? Gus. Yeah, at Balls to This. Mm. He'd um, managed to get 32 beers, one for, for representing each country at the World Cup. Hats off. Really, complete hats off. For example, a piston head for Sweden, Carlsberg yeah. from, from Denmark, Mo for uh, Spain and so on. Um, there's a lot, uh, we, we reposted it on our Facebook, and there's a lot of uh, sort of mystery and mm. people wondering how he managed to wangle Saudi Arabia. Yes. <laughs> That's the big question, isn't it? It was the big question. And, uh, but he actually came onto uh, our Facebook and told us a little story. Mm. about it didn't he he said uh, he, he posted on Facebook saying that he was going to try and get a beer for each of the 32 countries can anyone help him with Saudi Arabia nobody pulled through because people are useless <laughs> uh, then he did a tweet a few weeks later about it again it got retweeted by a guy he plays five aside with who's a Twitter comedian has 50,000 followers it was mm. seen by a Libyan in Musurata and he says that they get Saudi non-alcoholic beers all the time can send me some bottles so uh, he goes out and buys six beers, two Saudi, two Libyan, and two UAE. <laughs> um, they were all on sale. Uh, he sends, 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 a guy, sends Gus a photo. The whole thing costs two quid. Right. <laughs> so the guy goes down to DHL to find out the uh, shipping costs. 40 quid. <laughs> 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 so he's like, yeah, fine, I've got to do it. This is the only option to get, yeah. to get the team together. Um, so he gets in touch with the, the, his uh, Libyan guy. It, it turns out he doesn't have PayPal, so it's got to be done by a bank transfer. The Libyan guy's got a sister based in Germany, in Wolfsburg, so suggests using her as an intermediary. Wow. So <laughs> Gus says, that's fine, because I know a guy living in Germany, so I can send him the money to send her the money to send to the Libyan guy. Yes. I've seen the BBC series with less <laughs> yeah. going on than this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, it's something all very sounding very convoluted and he wakes up in the middle of the night thinking is this a scam mm. <laughs> but uh, then why would you scam someone out of like 50 quid yeah exactly. so he just sends the money and he just waits and he waits for a couple of days and he gets a message from the guy with a dhl tracking number the next 14 days he spends looking at the dhl website and he sees his beer going from through libya uae dubai frankfurt finally london where it gets delivered to his house while he's at work his girlfriend signs for it sends him a picture while he's at work he then has to wait torturous six hours till he can get home and open the package there they are in all their glory six middle eastern beers but most importantly a bottle of hillsburg regular from oh, saudi arabia fantastic yeah. i think it just goes to show doesn't it that it takes true dedication to be utterly pointless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a classic pointless exercise, isn't it? Because it's, yeah. it's zero alcohol, isn't it? It's zero alcohol as well. Uh, yeah, the Saudi yeah, one yeah. and the Iran one would also yeah. be. But, right, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, you wanted to collect the set. I You've mean, got to get the set, haven't you? Yeah. yeah. Someone actually responded that Gus should get a life. Oh, for God's <laughs> sake. <laughs> Gus has got more, he's got life to spare. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I think it's one of the most beautiful tales ever told. Yeah. <laughs> an item here about a camera warning um <coughs> camera official on twitter tweeted quite urgently we've had a call from a publican who was contacted by phone and asked to pay 60 pounds to appear in an online version of the good beer guide Ooh. 
they go on to say all good beer guides are nominated and evaluated and reviewed by camera volunteers and they never charge for entries please be aware um a little note to publicans from deserter <laughs> uh, for the price of a pint we'll skin up in your garden and write a post about it <laughs> serious offer quite serious quite serious um well i suspect that's all we've got time for uh i can see deadly's putting on his england cape so <laughs> you know what i fancy uh is it that woman off country file <laughs> Fancy a lovely bottle of champagne at Spooners. I mean, they're only a tenner. That's my. That's what I think. <laughs> at the Fox, you mean? Hmm. That's a cracking idea. Yeah, yeah. could skin up in the garden and see if they give us booze to write about it. <laughs> well, that is genius. Mind you, the next game's at four, so we do have to stay very focused. That's true. Yeah, maybe we'll meet those horses on the toot. Fingers crossed. <laughs> All right, an hour in the pub, an hour in the park, porch party for Belgium Panama. Oh yes. That's anyway, okay. thanks to Deadly on Knobs. Yes. Thanks indeed. to you for listening. And thanks to the Fox for the bubbly. Mm-hmm. Have I missed anyone? Uh, what about God for the World Cup? Thank God for the World Cup. <laughs> Unless England win it, of course. Oh, Jesus. If England win it, we're fucked. <laughs> you, you'll lose your house. I know. <laughs> Where would I keep my shit? You put it in the garage. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah could do. Would you give me a hand? Uh, I'd love to, mate, but, you know... I've only got one left, uh, and that's my drinking one. Doctor's orders. Fair enough. You can't argue with the order of the claw. Exactly. Pardon? Pardon? <laughs>